Welcome to Connect Church. We're a new church in the East Windsor Heightstown area, and we're a church that is looking to connect to Jesus and community. We're so glad you've joined us. Well, we're so excited today to bring you a conversation that Pastor Frank had uh, with Rise. Rise is a local nonprofit here in our town of Heightstown, and uh, we want to be a church that is generous and supporting our community. And so once a month, you're going to be hearing about some of the projects that we're taking uh, both locally and globally. And so we encourage you to check out this conversation with Rise. All right. Hello, Connect Church. Today I'm here with Leslie from Rise. And so just excited to share with you all that Rise does in our community just to make a difference and to help those in need. And so Leslie, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of how you ended up at Rise and your story. So first, I want to thank uh, Connect Church because you came into our local area that we've been serving for over 55 years, Heightstown, East Windsor, New Jersey, and you said, how can I help? And you started making an impact right away. So thank you for, for being here and realizing that this town is special and needs a little love and support, and you're there for us. And um, everyone at RISE appreciates that. I've been at RISE over like a decade and it has gone so quickly and it's grown so much. Uh, it's just um, been an amazing time for, for uh, me at RISE. And a lot of the people that I work with have been the same, have been with us for 10 years. And I think all of us um, have the same mission and goal along with RISE um, being special and being in our hearts and helping us grow and help other people. Um, it's enabled us to grow the community as well. So it's a special relationship that the people that I work with have with RISE and that we have with the community. And we appreciate uh, Connect Church coming in and being part of that. That's awesome. It says something about RISE too, that the core of the people who are working there stick with it, that um, the people have a heart for this and then also that you guys have fun together too, I'm sure, which is cool. Um, so Leslie, what's your what's your role at RISE? Like, what does it look like? Uh, on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of what you do. So I'm, a, I'm the RISE leader. I'm the executive director. Um, I'm not an I, it's a we. It's, a, it's really a team. And my days vary. Uh, I put out fires and I'm a cheerleader, basically those two things. And I'm also a fundraiser. You know, I, I ask people for help. And as, as, you, as you find um, people are out there and they're willing to help, we have a generous community, um, we have gracious people, and people are willing to help their neighbors and we give them that opportunity. And I think that opportunity to show compassion to the people around us and to do it on such a local level is what makes RISE uh, successful, what enables us to do um, what we do if it's feeding people, if it's at the thrift store, a community dinner, or a holiday drive, or backpack, we're, we're kind of, you know, have our hands in everything, a little bit of everything, but it's the community support that enables us to do it. Yeah, so I'm going rogue here a little bit, but so can you, I know I've been trying to explain the different parts that Rise have with the thrift store, the food bank, and then like headquarters, can you just kind of give like an overview to the people of our church of like how all of those work together? <laughs> well, basically, 
it's it's a circle and you know when we describe rise it's sort of like the office and a circle of services and the circle of services include youth programs feeding programs summer programs uh, we're getting into english language learner programming and an online portal as well right now so we can reach more people uh, but basically any kind of social service that you can think of we'll provide to the community we need a lot of outside support and help, especially from larger organizations. So a woman's space, which helps with domestic violence, they bring a counselor in. We refer people to Catholic charities because they have some mental health counselors um, at no cost. So if we can bring in experts um, from other larger organizations, we bring them to town and we basically refer people um, to other places that we might not have the um, expertise in. Uh, but Basically, if we don't do it in our community, there's no one else to do it. So out of necessity, we'll, we figure it out. Um, and if people need it, we try to provide it. So we, we, you know, we, we go outside, we're not insular, we don't think that we can do everything ourselves, we ask for help. Uh, but if there's a social service that needs to be met, or if there's a case um, or a hard case, we're, we're the people in the Heights County Swindler area that take care of it. And it's one of those things that if, if we don't know about it or if people don't tell us, we can't help. But also, if we weren't there, there's no one else. And I think during the pandemic, that became really apparent, especially with the food pantry, which grew by 300%. And people did drop off food, but we needed to have like the pantry open in order for people to get food. And without having those boots on the ground already, we wouldn't have been able to keep Keep marching forward which which we were able to do this past year that makes sense and, and that leads to the next question too of obviously this last year with, with the pandemic has been really tough on, on a lot of people um how have you seen that impacts what rise does it's exploded what we've done we were a small i mean i've been here 10 years so we we're a small organization but we we like 300 percent increase in services um we have more people who need help. And we've done workarounds to figure out how we're gonna meet people, whether it's on the street, whether it's in a little corner of the office. We've you know, closed our waiting room since we're not, not, we can't see people face to face right now. We've all become experts like everyone else at working at home, at Zoom. Um, we're, we're just reopening um, for some scheduled uh, case management now to have people come in and register for services. But often people, and especially our clients, they might not have access to the internet, they might not have the language skills, they might be a little nervous about talking to someone, and we and they need to be able to reach us, which they do, but we need to be able to tie them into programs. Um, something as simple as signing up a child for a free or reduced lunch, um, especially right now, people need help with, and that if, if you sign your child up, you can get not only food, but you get a EBT card that you can use at the grocery store. And you know what, the grocery stores need that funding too, because that's how they're still, you know, managing and working. So it, it, it helps everyone, the entire community. Um, so we're, just, we're still uh, just working on the increased number of people that we're serving. Uh, I think that's the biggest challenge. So especially in our food pantry, a 300% increase. Just last night, we had 86 families on a Wednesday night, which is, we used to have 20 families, so that's a 400% increase. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's um, uh, what, what it's meant is that we've had to invest in increased cold storage, so we can have, um, where do you store pallets of fruits and vegetables? How do you move pallets of fruits and vegetables? We used to go from, you know, a box, and now we're at a pallet. 
So 14 pallets of juice, what do we do with it? How do, how do we distribute it? So we've had to invest in trucks. And I have to say, we have a core group of volunteers at the food pantry and we're always welcoming volunteers. So if you guys wanna come and be part of it, we're, just come to our website, sign up, show up, and we'll put you to work right away. Uh, but our volunteers have not quit. Like I think during the worst of the pandemic, we had some people stay home maybe a week and then they all started dribbling back in and we have not been able to get rid of them and say, stay home, stay home. And they keep coming every day and it's been cold and it's the weather's been horrible and people still come. I mean, we were fortunate in that we had a, a fairly mild fall because all of our operations are outside mm -hmm. right now. Um, okay. That makes sense. Um, so that, that, that's awesome though, just to see um, people come together. And oftentimes, again, when we go through hard times, one of the coolest things is to see people rally together and, and to help each other out. Um, so it's cool to see all that. And, and with that in mind, around the holidays, um, you guys just gave out a, a ton of food and toys and gifts um, for, for people in our community just to have uh, somewhat of a, of a normal holiday if possible, despite everything. Um, and even for myself uh, of dropping off some of the stuff around Thanksgiving and seeing the line, um, I think for me it, in that moment, it, it kind of showed what you guys really do. Um, and, and to see the line and to see the operation in action, it really was, it was incredible to see. Um, but with all that, do you just have any cool stories of, of maybe a kid who was excited or just um, of the community coming together in a certain way that kind of just excited you through that time? I think the most, the, really the most exciting part is we have a holiday party every year and it's inside uh, one of the schools and it's about a thousand kids and then you have a thousand adults and it's huge. And, and if you think about it now, it just sounds, it's really claustrophobic and there's people on top of each other. And the thought of it right now is just, you can't even think that we had yeah. so many people germ spreading in one place. So how, and, but we couldn't stop it this year. We were like, how are we gonna, we can't not have a party. How are we gonna do it? We said, well, we're gonna keep everything going. And that's what we've done. That's what certainly, you know, you start your, with your church, you started at an at a odd time right before pandemic. And how do you keep everything going? And you just uh, pivot, you know, pivot was the big word last year. But what we did is we had a drive-through giveaway for our holiday gifts. And we had over 800 children register. We had cars come through. And my favorite part is that, well, one, there was two favorite parts. One is it was right when you couldn't have more than 25 people gather at one time. And so the police department was like, well, you can't have more than 25 people, but we have actually had a police officer come to help. Um, and, and everyone was really spread far out, but it was still 25 people, even in a football field. Uh, but one of the police officers that came to um, work couldn't count and that was one of my favorite things is that he was he you know he, he got up to 25 and then he, he stopped counting um, <laughs> I, love like, that. I, I can't count uh, but and the other part is because we were limited to people we asked that we wouldn't have a Santa this year or usually have a Santa and a Mrs. Claus but Santa did somehow Santa came all masked up mm -hmm. and Santa had a bag of presents. And as the cars came through, Santa was able to reach into the car and give each child a present in mm -hmm. the car. And the children were absolutely delighted. Mm -hmm. So we were able to bring a, really a holiday spirit and a warmth yeah. to the holidays that um, we're really proud of and, and we made it possible. So there was some holiday magic going on. Yeah. 
And it really felt that way. And actually, you know, we were most concerned about weather, right? Because this could, you know, it could have been like we have out now, you know, a foot of snow. But it was, it wound up to be like a 50 degree day and everything just worked out and um, we made it. And uh, I think that, that, that sort of the spirit of giving, of making people happy and continuing to realize that there's ways to bring joy even in these dark times has been what's buoyed us all. And people, when they say thank you now, you know, whether it's a turkey that we're giving out on the line or they're, you know, picking up a, a present, pajamas, blankets, clothing, coats, mittens, hats, all of these things, it's that people really with their heart, they say, thank you, God bless you, I appreciate you, I don't know what I would do if you weren't here. And that's what we're so proud of with the community that we're serving. That's awesome. And I'm sure that had to be a, a great feeling to see all that come together too, um, with Santa giving the gifts in and, and seeing joy on people's faces after just a tough year. Um, all right, so last question. What would you say as a community leader in, in our town of what do you see the biggest need to be in our town? Um, and then how can our church help support in that? I think the biggest need is the town's very diverse. And I think that we need to embrace that and be really proud of all the differences and all the members of our town. I think sometimes it could be a little unwelcoming to new people. And I think that's something that we need to change is to really embrace each other and embrace the differences of each other and the different cultures and the different foods and, and everything that Heightstown and the East Windsor area has to offer. It's the diversity I think is what's bringing new people here. And we need to celebrate that and not try to restrict that. I think that's the biggest challenge. And also I'd like to see, and I, Actually, I could not sleep last night because I was thinking about having a Heightstown cleanup, like just going around town with like garbage bags for springtime, spruce up cleanup. And that's the kind of activity I think to bring people together and bring our pride to the town and do some public service works I think would be really beneficial. So that's my, um, that's what kept me up last night thinking about ideas like that of ways to bring mm -hmm. big events not, not huge, but, you know, events to bring people mm -hmm. together and beautify the town and make it a place that we're all proud to call home. Mm. I love that. And I know that that's a big heart of, of our church, of embracing differences in people, celebrating them, having fun with them. Um, again, what makes us different when, when we unify in that, it, it makes life a lot more fun in, in, in living together in that way. Um, and serving together is is a big way that you do that, where we kind of humble ourselves, put our pride aside a little bit, and, and do things together for the sake of others and, and for our community. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned the food pantry. Um, how can our church best support you and Rise? So, so you've been very generous as a church. You've donated food and coats and and uh, funding. And the funding goes the most, the the furthest, because we for the prices. Um, that we can buy apples and oranges and different food, we can get a, a better price than most retail um, places can also, but we still accept food, anything left over, if your garden overflows, uh, we do have the thrift store, so uh, any, as you're cleaning out your closet or kitchen or something like that, please bring your things over, and then we sell them or give them away at very reduced rates, so that kind of keeps everything going, and it's a good way to, to recycle and upcycle and volunteers. I mean, we would welcome, you know, once people are a little more comfortable coming back out, you know, if you wanted to come for a day or an evening um, to support 
the, the pantry, that would be fantastic. We also have a summer program coming up. So we're looking, we're gonna be looking to enroll um, children and looking for mentors or teachers uh, to support and, and come in and, and share what they know with the kids. So that's that kind of thing. So we're, we're, uh, we're, we're creative too when it comes to uh, people helping. Um, obviously, uh, funding is always the, 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 the key because it helps you know keep everything moving and going, but just coming up, rolling up your sleeves, uh, helping move some boxes at the pantry, sending your kids over maybe to shovel if if uh, if you have that this time of year, like all those things, just taking a few minutes and uh, being part of it is uh, what we're all about. Awesome, that sounds great. Thank you so much for your time today. Just really appreciate it. Uh, and again, thank you for all that you do to help make our community just a great place to, to live and be part of. Well, welcome. Thank you for when you came in, you started right away becoming part of it and becoming, you know, a, a, just integrating yourself into the community and helping out. And that's all we can ask for of anyone. So thank you guys so much. And um, I look forward to seeing you and everyone in person. Um, yeah. someday soon. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you can see, RISE is doing some great things here in our community, and we are so honored to partner with them. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this encourages you to take your next steps in your faith journey with God. You can check us out more on connectchurchnj.com. Have a great day.